day and welcome back to the Female Confidence Coach podcast with me, Chrissy Hiller, female transformation specialist and founder of the Unstoppable Mum Method. We've got another powerful episode for you today, so let's jump right in. Hi and welcome back to the Female Confidence Coach podcast. This is episode two, Ditch the Diet and Slimming Clubs. This is a really important topic for us to talk about. I'm really passionate about um, slimming clubs and about the word diet. So I'm really excited to talk to you about this today. To start with though, we really need to define the word diet. So to do that, I went to the dictionary and there's two there's two terms in the dictionary. So the first one, the kinds of food that a person, animal or community habitually eat. And the example is a vegetarian diet. And the second one is a special course of food to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons. I'm going on a diet. I've read those to you because actually the original meaning of the word diet was the first one. It's just that as we've evolved and in recent years, we have used the word diet to mean I'm going on a diet and it has some really negative connotations. And I will use the word diet often. Um, You know, I eat a vegan or a mainly vegan or plant-based diet. Does that mean that I am continually trying to lose weight? Does that have to mean something negative? Now, for those of you that don't eat a vegan diet, that might be something negative. But to me, that's just me describing my diet as being vegan not that my vegan diet helps me lose weight. You can very easily be an unhealthy vegan. And it's the the fault of the slimming clubs that have given the term diet this negative connotation. So when I talk about diet on pe- podcasts or on my lives in, on Facebook, I'm talking about the food you eat in general, not necessarily talking about the food you eat to lose weight. So let's move on to the slimming clubs then. So when I'm talking about slimming clubs, I'm talking about your Weight Watchers, your Slimming World, your Herbal Life, to name but a few. And it's often that these slimming clubs really focus on deprivation of you depriving yourself from certain types of food in order to lose weight. So Weight Watchers assign points values to food. Slimming World assigns sin values to food. However, both of them have free foods, meaning that your points and your sins, there's a negative connotation towards them, whereas your free foods, you can eat anything. And Herbal Life you know, replaces your meals with shakes and as do quite a few of these other shake replacement, meal um, meal replacement 
uh, companies and they also provide you with pills that do all sorts of other things according to them such as fat burners i.e laxatives um, and other herbs and minerals and vitamins to replace what you're losing from not actually eating any real food. And on those meal replacement diets, you're often then limited to consuming a really small amount of calories, which means you're then having this negative connotation towards eating any food at all because you're being really restrictive. And, um, you know, if you go over your calorie allowance, then that diet won't work. What this really does is teaches us that there's some food that is good and some food that is bad. And I think that's really wrong. Food is just food. There's no good food and there's no bad food. There's just differences in the nutritional value of our food. And therefore, we need to apply some judgment to the choices that we make with that food. Now, let's just think about these slimming clubs and actually all diets. And when I say diets there, I mean diets that do actually um, lead you to lose weight. And if I pull in some, some typical diets you might think of, you know, the keto diet where you're removing carbohydrates, you're eating a very, very low carbohydrate diet. The paleo diet, which is... Uh, designed to mimic our hunter-gatherer days. So we we tend to eat lots of meat, um, plants, fish, nuts, seeds, things like that. And it tends to cut out quite a lot of grains from the diet. But any of these, these diets, um, they all work because they apply a calorie deficit. So they reduce the number of calories you are consuming into your body and therefore you lose weight. But what happens when you stop the diet? What happens when you go back to eating normal food after all your herbal life shakes? What happens when you come off of Slimming World and stop counting your free foods and sins? What happens when you start eating carbohydrates after being on the keto diet for a couple of weeks? You may have lost weight and they would have worked because they reduced the number of calories that you ate. But I bet you put all that weight back on and more in in a lot of cases. Why? Why is that? Well, it's because you didn't learn anything about nutrition Yep, you might have learned Weight Watchers method in counting points or Slimming World's method in counting sins, but apply that to the real world when you have free choice over all the food that you can eat, you've actually not learned how to put a meal together. And also they don't put any emphasis or support into the mindset aspect of weight loss. The things that support you, the aspects that support you in knowing why you choose, you know, food A over food B, why you, you know, have a bad day and decide to 
go and um you know eat four four large squares of chocolate standing up in front of the cupboard or eat half a packet of hobnobs with your cup of tea these diet clubs and slimming clubs don't teach you how to eat or give you the tools to make these decisions and they demonize certain foods and that's just not a healthy way to live So why am I telling you all of this? Well, what I want you to do, my call to action for you ladies, is to ditch the term diet. Why? Because it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. The clients that I work with that get the best results are the ones that Realise this is about changing your lifestyle, not just temporarily for a short amount of time, changing your diet. It's about changing the way that you view food, the way you view movement and the way you view, you know, life in general. I don't encourage using food as a reward and exercise as a punishment. That's something that so many people get into the habit of doing. Oh, I had a couple of glasses of wine last night and some chocolate. So I'm going to go and run or do a HIIT workout because I need to burn off the calories. No, food isn't a reward. Uh, Although we might have been taught it was a reward when we, we were younger, given a chocolate bar for doing well at school or something. And exercise isn't a punishment. And these things are really ingrained in us. So what do I want you to do instead? Well, I wanted to talk to you today about my method, the Unstoppable Mum method. And as I said, this isn't a diet. It's a lifestyle change. And the way that it works is in three parts. Firstly, the unstoppable body. And this is thinking about how you move your body in a way that you enjoy and that fits your lifestyle. If you like to run, run. If you like to do loads of really lovely long walks, do that. If you want to do 100 burpees, fine by me, do some burpees. I always talk to my clients about the importance of weight training. It's so important, especially for women. But if they choose to spend their time running or walking or spinning, then, you know, the most important exercise is the exercise you can stick to. That's the best exercise for you. And if you're moving your body, then we need to think about unstoppable nutrition. So how you fuel your body with food to keep you energized, satisfied and healthy. And into that comes how you plan your meals, how you prep your meals without it taking an age. And I've really, really um, helped some of my clients to save loads of money through this just by preparing and making considered choices. They're saving money by going to the supermarket with a really clear plan about what it is they need to be buying rather than just going there, hoping for the best, piling a load of things into their 
trolleys and hoping that they can pull together a meal from from everything that's in there at the end of the day. This part is about not demonising any food, not depriving yourself, not giving up the things you love, but making more considered and planful choices. The other thing that's really important in this part is about mindfully eating and enjoying your food. You'll hear me talk about this often, but I have one big rule with my clients. And that is you can eat it, but you have to enjoy it and you have to log it. What do I mean by that? Well, so often we mindlessly eat and drink. We don't even think about what we're doing. And I really like my clients to eat and drink mindfully. Let me give you an example. One of my clients that I was working with at the end of last year, she made her husband a birthday cake and it was on the kitchen island and she messaged me and she said, I just keep walking past it and I just want to eat some. And I said, well, eat some then. But don't just walk past it and pick up a spoon every time you walk past it and take off a a piece and put it in your mouth as you're walking to the other side of the kitchen. Don't then go back 10 minutes later and neaten up that edge. Take a knife, cut a slice, put it on a plate, get yourself a spoon or a fork, make a cup of tea and go and sit down and enjoy 10 minutes of eating that cake in peace and quiet and enjoy every mouthful. And then log it because all of my clients track their food in some way. The majority use MyFitnessPal, some of them use pictures, some of them write it down. So my one big rule is you can have it, but you must sit, enjoy it and log it. And then lastly, in my method is Unstoppable Mind. And this is about filling up that toolbox making sure that you are completely equipped and have all of the tools and techniques you need to stay unstoppable. So that's learning how to prioritise yourself without the guilt that's often associated with doing that. So my call to action with you is to ditch the diet and go for a more sustainable approach, an approach that's going to last you a lifetime so that you don't have to keep going back and hopping across all of the different diet companies to find the one that works for you. In next week's episode, I'm going to talk about the six foundations that I make sure that all of my clients understand and implement as soon as we start working together. And I'm really hoping that these these six foundations will help you to start on your journey to a healthier, happier and unstoppable you. So until next week, have a good one and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Female Confidence Coach podcast. I'll be back next week with another awesome episode. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the show and feel free to share it with your friends. 
You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. The links are in the show notes. Until next week, take care. Bye.